And good afternoon, I'm Al Cresta. This Saturday is the National Day of Remembrance for Aborted Children. This is when we visit the burial places of the unborn victims of abortion and other memorial sites dedicated to them. You can join us at a prayer vigil near you, and joining me right now to raise our awareness about uh, this Saturday's activities, we've got Dr. Monica Miller and Eric Scheidler. Eric um, is the executive director of the Pro-Life Action League, founded back in 1980 by his late father and veteran pro-life leader Joe Scheidler. The league recruits, equips, and trains pro-life Americans to put their convictions into action at the grassroots level through peaceful direct action. And also with me, Dr. Monica Miller, Director of Citizens for Pro-Life Society. Eric, good to have you with us. Monica, good to see you again. Thank you. Great to be here. Eric, uh, why don't we lead off with you? Uh, Tell us, for people who are unfamiliar with the National Day of Remembrance for Aborted Children, tell us what it's about. Well, the National Day of Remembrance for Aborted Children is an opportunity to take stock of the loss of life that has accumulated over the past 50-plus years of legal abortion in, in the United States. More than 65 million children have lost their lives to abortion. And this has swept through our society um, l- like a scythe. I mean, there is so much suffering, generational suffering, in the wake of abortion. Um, you think about it now, more than 50 years, we're talking about babies who were aborted in the 70s who would have become parents in the 90s and 2000s and who would be maybe even become grandparents now in the 20s generations were cut down uh, with every single one of those abortions Uh, it's a profound loss of life and a profound a trail of misery Um, at the same time we know that each one of those children's lives was precious and and as cardinal george said at our very first um, memorial service back in 2013 at queen of heaven cemetery in hillside illinois they were beloved by god and so they're beloved by us as well. Mm. We don't know their names. We don't know what their lives would have been like, the circumstances surrounding their deaths. But we do know that they're children of God. And so we go to their burial places. We go to other memorials set up in their honor. We mourn for them, and we invite all of those who have been wounded by abortion to, to, to first of all, have faith in God's, in God's forgiveness and mercy um, and open their hearts to His grace. And that's what this, this event is really about. And uh, you know, more and more, it has become uh, a sort of focal point for abortion healing uh, for, for, for women and men and grandparents even who have been touched by abortion and really appreciate and I think need this opportunity to publicly mourn. You know, I lost my father, Joe Scheidler, two and a half years ago. Today is actually his birthday. He would have been 96 years old. Oh, that's right. I, oh, that's, I, I didn't know that. Yes. Yeah. I, and, <laughs> you know, to... To um, you know, just thinking back on my my you know past two and a half years of of, of grieving for him, mm-hmm. um, and thinking about the you know the meaning of death and and the, the the intimate connections between our lives, and it's just so it's so tragic and sad that these children um, you know died alone in this way. Um, but this is a, an opportunity. You know, I had this incredible gift of so many people coming to his funeral. You know, Monica was there. Mm-hmm. Um, so many people who sent uh, flowers, who sent condolences, and I still, just uh, last week, a donor asked me for one of the prayer cards from his funeral so she could remember to pray for the organization that he left behind, the Pro-Life Action League. Um, that public mourning, public acknowledgement of his life and death is so important to me, and it's become very important to to women who are grieving for the, the children that they aborted, uh, sometimes under tremendous pressure from others. 
you know, grandparents mourning for their you know, grandchildren who've been aborted. Uh, this public mourning is very powerful and very healing for people. And uh, that's a big part of what the National Day of Remembrance is about. Very good. Monica, what can people expect uh, when they arrive? Well, it's a it's it's a prayerful uh, service. Um, there'll be hymns, there'll be speakers, uh, the laying of flowers, and maybe even toys on the graves of these aborted babies. Where there's fifty graves, uh, actual graves, okay, where aborted babies are 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 literally in the ground, um, and then there are the hundreds of memorial markers. Um, and maybe Eric, you could you could uh, tell us how many how many um, memorial services do we actually have this year? We're up to two hundred and seven as of um, this morning. Right. Oh, okay. okay. Too. So there's a we lot of opportunity. Learn about new ones too. There's there'll be like a dozen that I'll find out about next week. <laughs> right. <you know? laughs> right. La- the last the last minute organizers. Um, yeah. God bless. We want to. People need to visit the website. Uh, which is nationaldayofremembrance.org, nationaldayofremembrance.org. It's a super easy uh, website to navigate. You click on the Locations tab and scroll down to your state and click on it, and all of the details will be there uh, cataloged for you. Where is there a memorial service close to where you live and please we need here's the thing these memorial services this is all these aborted babies are ever going to get this side of heaven is out and and they they're they are abandoned they were they're the outcasts of our time and if 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 we neglect them, if we don't remember them, if we don't honor them, if we don't bring attention to the injustice that they endured, um, killed with the sanction of law, um, they 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 will they will just you know it'll be like they never existed, mm-hmm. and that's exactly what the 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 abortion industry is designed to do. Right, forget them. Yeah, act like they they didn't even exist. Yeah, there's and nothing have, there. Nothing there. Nothing there. Right. So we will be standing at at those places where they're where they're actually there, um, and uh, and the memorial markers. So I, I really okay. hope that people will come out and uh, and and join us. So this, there, this there are fifty actual burial sites. Yes, and where. Where were the babies found for that? Those well, sites? let me put a plug in for my book, <laughs> Abandoned, The Untold Story of the Abortion Wars. And, in fact, um, Eric's father, uh, Joe Scheidler, and and myself, our two groups, our two organizations teamed up uh, in 1987 and in 1988. We, we actually retrieved the bodies of aborted babies um, from trash dumpsters at abortion clinics, in particular in Chicago. And then the 5,000 bodies that we retrieved in 1988, a retrieval project that went from February of that year through the month of October of that year. And these were the Aborted babies that were being left out on the Vital Med, that's a pathology lab, Vital Med Pathology Lab in Northbrook, Illinois. Hmm. And okay. so this this caused actually a, a, a proliferation of the grave sites. 
because as I as I talk about in my book, um, we made a decision uh, in a lot of cases to actually return the bodies to pro-lifers in the cities where they were aborted. Okay. Now, how did we know where? Yeah. Because they're in boxes on this loading dock, sent, shipped, parcel post. I can't make this stuff up. Wow. With a return labels Good on those boxes. Yeah. So we knew exactly where these aborted babies were coming from. The babies, most of them ranged anywhere from six weeks to seven months. And seven months. There were some very large aborted babies. And so the bags, uh, they, most of them were in what are called whirl packs, which is a medical baggie. And there was a lot of information. There was the mother's name, the gestational age of the aborted baby, <clears throat> the date of the abortion, and sometimes even the name of the abortionist, like Ulrich Klopfer. Mm-hmm. For example, mm-hmm. it, it was an infamous thing um, about two or three years ago regarding the deceased abortionist who hoarded um, a bunch of uh, over, I don't know how many how many it was, but it was, it, maybe it was into the thousands, but aborted babies in his house, which was discovered after his death and so on. Um, so, mm-hmm. yeah, Joe Scheidler and I definitely bonded uh, over the bodies of the of these abor- aborted babies. This is an extension of one of the corporal works of mercy, yeah. <laughs> of showing right. uh, a, a decent burial. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's a way, again, of honoring the lives of these uh, children who are not being remembered apart from activities like this. So, Well, and it always struck me that the burial of the dead is the seventh corporal work of mercy. It's the last work of mercy. But it would be the first work of mercy that these uh, aborted babies would ever know. Yeah. So <clears throat> people can go to nationaldayofremembrance.org and find out the uh, sites in their geographic area. Is that right? And is there still time for any leaders to come forward? Absolutely. There certainly is. We have at our at nationaldayofremembrance.org, we have an entire subsection with leadership tools and many, many of our leaders have followed the, the path, a pathway of, of coming on maybe kind of late in the game one year, just wanting to do it in a modest way, Sure. finding out that, yes, there's a memorial marker, because there's, there's hundreds, possibly even thousands, because the Knights of Columbus have put these up right. everywhere. Um, and so, look, you know, you, you can just look around your town, find a memorial exists. Sometimes people even just create a temporary memorial with some, you know, little pink and blue crosses they place in the ground. I'm sure people will remember seeing those types of displays, especially like on church lawns or at college campuses. Um, and then they bring, you know, some friends together and pray a rosary together. Very simple. Uh, and then the next year you make it a little more elaborate. And, and we have a scalable plan for how to recruit people, you know, maybe talking to the authorities at a cemetery or at a, at a parish to find out about getting permission to hold something, uh, maybe asking the pastor to come and speak, you know, promotional stuff, a flyer that you can fill out. So we've got everything you need to promote this. And even though it's only two days away, there's still time for you to get, you know, get involved and get involved this year and then plan to maybe get more complicated or elaborate with it next year. Very good. Again, go to nationaldayofremembrance.org. Um, we'll have a link uh, on our homepage uh, at net, or you can just go directly to nationaldayofremembrance.org. And uh, your site, too, ProLifeSociety.com? Yes, it's up on our site as well. And I, I will be at the Holy Sepulchre Cemetery in Southfield, Michigan, um, 
officiating at that particular service. That one's at 11, 11 a.m. this Saturday. Okay, very good. Uh, Eric, where are you going to be? I will be at Queen of Heaven Cemetery in Hillside, Illinois. Our memorial service takes place at 2 o'clock Central Time. Auxiliary um, Archdiocese of Chicago Bishop uh, Joseph Perry will be there. Oh, wonderful. Very good. Um, there's actually two other burial places around Chicago where memorial services are also taking place, including Bishop Hicks from the Juliet, uh, Joliet Diocese uh, in Romeoville. So um, we're really pleased to have had um, you know, this kind of Episcopal acknowledgement. Of yeah, this, uh, yeah. No, that's great. Again, uh, you can uh, find out more at nationaldayremembrance.org, nationaldayremembrance.org. Uh, you can also go to our site. We'll have a link there. And uh, thank you so much, uh, Eric. Good talking with you again. Always great to talk to you, Al. Thank and you, And Monica, Al. we'll be talking. Thank you, okay. Al. God bless you. I'm Al Cresto.